0: What are your thoughts on the like? We kind of went over how things are kind of getting better, but what are your thoughts on a lot of the, I guess, the Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson type, Ben Shapiro type stuff going on? Yeah. Uh, I guess the Republican versus liberal like clash. Yeah. Well, so did
1: did I tell you the story last time I met Jordan Peterson? Did I tell you that last time I was on here? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no. no. So, kind of funny story. Like, I I used to in this law firm and, um, and it was like a very old school, a very old school law firm. And so, like, they had like, they were, it was an entertainment law firm. So they have like all these like big actors, directors, you know, people like really big time in Hollywood. And this guy comes in and he like, he's, he's kind of a unique voice. And he like comes up to me and he's like, What are you reading? Cause I had like, I could read all the time because it was like really old school. They didn't use a lot of technology. So I just had to answer phones. And uh, I was like, I was reading meditations. And he's like, Oh, if you like meditations, you got to check out man's search for meaning and i was like all right i will (laughs)
0: and then
1: and then he like went off we we talked about meditations for a while we talked about stoicism and then he went off and then like two weeks later he had that like interview uh on like i think it was the bbc where it was like the thing that made him famous like he like stomped this interviewer really hard it was jordan peterson like the interview really hard and then he like blew up. It was like right after he put out 12 rules for life. That's why he was there. It was he's consulting about 12 rules for life. And so he blew up. But yeah, I don't agree with a lot of what he has to say, but you know, he gave me a great book recommendation. Uh, but to answer yeah. your question, but to answer your question, um <laughs> like yeah, I know that was a big that was a big aside, but you know no, I, that was a
0: good story. Any any type of meeting of somebody like that is is a good story, yeah. Yeah, I mean I, so I, he just I, so he just randomly came up to you and kind of like patted you on the back and was like what are you
1: yeah what are you cause reading that, there because he worked so the a law firm I was <laughs> he was he was represented by the law firm I was working for so he just um yeah he he I mean he he likes the stoics and he likes he likes you and he likes Nietzsche he likes all those guys and so like because I was reading somebody that he had a lot of familiarity with he was like interested so like we started talking about I, I could tell you it was like a really smart guy based on our conversation I was like this guy's pretty bright. Cause usually like, you know, we have like a lot of actors coming in. And so, yeah, you know, nothing against actors, but usually they're not going to know about like Nietzsche or, or like all the Stoics, you know, there's not, it's not their cup of tea most of the time, but like, he was just, he had so much knowledge about all these things. And I was like, dude, this guy's really smart. Like who is this guy? And then I realized he was Jordan Peterson later. And I was like, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was that the interview with, was it like a woman, like a, was it like a british woman yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I know right. what you're talking about yeah and like he just he just kind of like everyone's like oh he like he like killed her or whatever but it's like he really just was like kind of like mean to her and everyone always says like he just like just kills it in like in his debates or whatever but it's like i don't know like so my my um history with, with jordan peterson is i first saw him on youtube doing like psychological um cuz you know he's a psychologist or whatever yeah I saw him like teaching psychology at you know at his college and he was talking about stuff like Hitler and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of interesting. And then about a year later, two years later, he just like probably a year later, he like blew up. But then he became this like kind of like toxic masculinity guy. And it's like, I can see why people like him because he is, like you said, he is a smart guy. He is a good, he is a good debater. And he definitely is interesting to listen to. But then I saw some of the stuff that he was saying like on Twitter and it's just, it's just kind of mean like you know what I mean it's like like he's just yeah. picking on people and it's like what what good is any of this like you know what I mean it's like
1: you're yeah. an old
0: man like why why do you feel like it's good to pick on some girl who's overweight or or like that one actress who became trans or whatever um forgetting her name. exactly yeah he went after her but yeah in general I do I do like listening to those guys like him Ben Shapiro Joe Rogan even though Joe Rogan is kind of more moderate, but like he's, he kind of seemed to like during COVID, he kind of seemed to have a lot of like, kind of like conspiracy theory type people on. Yeah. He had some advocate during
1: COVID for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the the problem that I have with that the most is that it's like, I'm fine with him having Jordan Peterson, whoever on, but like, he doesn't really seem to like push back very much on them. Sometimes he will. Yeah. But yeah. What are your thoughts on like Rogan and stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, I think I, I probably have more thoughts on Jordan Peterson than Rogan. I mean, Rogan, like yeah. to, your, to your point, he's, he's, he's a moderate, I think. And um, I think he had a lot of bad takes during COVID. Um, And I, I think that like, well, first of all, let me just say, I think that Twitter is a mirage. Like I don't think that Twitter is really representative of people in general. Like I think it's, it's representative of a very large minority of people. And I think that if you give too much credibility, like I think a lot of places cater to Twitter because it makes a lot of noise, but I don't think this, it's really representative of how the general population feels about things. And I think that like a Twitter-esque crowd really doesn't like Rogan because um, like he, had, he has guys like Alex Jones on his podcast. And it's like, the question is like, should we continue platforming guys like Alex Jones? And it's a legitimate question. And, you know, he, he does have conspiracy theories, guys like that on his podcast all the time. And so it's like, he has the biggest platform in the world and it's like he gets to choose who gives that platform to and if he's not giving it to the right people i think people are more it's more than fair to have their opinions about that but i think you know if you listen to what he says yeah i don't i don't disagree with a ton of it but i also don't listen to him that much i think that most of the time he's just trying to ask insightful questions to get a good episode and i'm not going to fault him for that uh but when it comes to jordan peterson He's he's more of an interesting figure because I think that, like, if we were to sparse down our worldviews, like, point by point, like, I think that we actually, he's he, I think most people would agree with a lot of the things he has to say, but the way that he packages it, it's very polarizing. And to your point, like, when he's making tweets about Elliot Page, he's arming these people to to go against what he says. And I think that, like, the reason why he has such a following is because, you know, he spends a lot of time talking about hierarchies and I think there is. And and so he speaks, he talks about hierarchies. He's definitely leans right. And he's all about, he's all about males really. As far as I can tell. And so
0: that's what it seems like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's, I have, you know, my, my own issues with that, but I think that what he really speaks to is like, I think he holds the the flag or the banner for people who he might consider, you know, the lower end of a, a hierarchy, and those are the same people that are susceptible to guys like Andrew Tate, or you know, uh, or Joe Rogan on the lighter, lighter side of things. And I think that's that's the, that kind of audience is really easy to mobilize, and I don't think he always does it in the right way. But philosophically, where he loses me is that he talks about. He, he's a, he's a conservative, right? He doesn't like the idea of change, largely, especially because oftentimes he feels like the change that progressives try to push, they don't really have solutions to it. It's more anarchy; they're tearing things down without having a solution to replace it. And I understand that, but where he loses me is when he talks about like the the replacement being, or that we should consistently keep things the way they are. He talks about hierarchies a lot, but then he also talks about like myths and and I don't know. Like I think that if you're saying that the progressives argument is is anarchist or socialist and it's it's not progressive in the ways it should be, but then you're saying that, like we should keep things the way they are because that's the way they've been for all this time, and that we should go always be going by dominance hierarchies, I don't know. That feels a little antiquated, too. And I think that, like,
0: like com- completely completely antiquated
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and he if uses the bible all the yeah. time and it's like yeah i don't know there's the old testament and the new testament are completely different things when you really when you really look at them so i don't think that that's like the, always the best source to base you know how we should govern entire civilizations on either so i don't know i have a lot of mixed feelings about jordan
0: yeah that's a big question for well first of all yeah like that that old school way of thought that he has, which is basically we should just keep the things the way they are. It's just, to me, it's just completely outdated. And it's like, if he is pushing for like men over women, which he never like comes out and will say directly, but it's like, that's essentially what he's saying kind of, right. Is that like, we should just keep it like men. like have a men driven nation, but um, the, that's the big question though. Right. Is like, I'm all for change and I'm all for making things better mainly in the workplace. Like I just, so I just lost, I'm a delivery driver for Amazon. First of all, it's a really hard job. I just lost my job like three weeks ago. I've been looking for another job. I got one as an, at at Amazon. (laughs) Congrats. But it's like, it, it puts you in a situation just by losing your job. I got laid off Didn't get fired or anything. We're like, I have no health insurance. You know, I have like very little time to go back to work to make money. It just doesn't seem like a great situation to be in for anybody. I don't know how anybody's doing it the way that they are. It seems like when I look around, I'm like, how are people living in this type of society? So I think that change is good. But the big question is, in terms of that type of thing, the big question is, is like you said, is, is is there a solution to the change? And I think it would be going more towards like socialism or something, right, which people like him just don't want. So like do you think that there is a good solution to to the problem?
1: Yeah, I mean my my whole thing is I'm I'm all about solutions. Like if if I were to boil down my philosophy to 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 like one thing it would be like there should be changes but we should also have solutions to those changes. Uh because I think a lot of times people are like very content with being like this is fucked up. And then not to, like there's nothing else that comes after that or like we should yeah. tear this thing down. And it's like okay, then then what? You know, and so like, yeah. I think it's really important to think about what comes next and what could potentially be solutions. But to the point that you just raised, I think that's like one of my biggest political instincts is to think that that's bullshit. Which is that like, I just don't think that that like healthcare should be so closely tied to employment. It's like I have healthcare, I have great healthcare, but it's only because I'm employed. And if I wasn't employed and I got sick. I would be fucked. Can I swear on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would be. I would be like in ruins, you know. And I think that that's like a really. You. I just don't think that's ethical to go back to the beginning of the conversation to to tie medical to say like, okay, you're okay if you get sick as long as you're employed. I think that like people should be able to get laid off or we get fired and have a job and still, you know, be able to take care of themselves because just because they're sick. Like that just makes complete sense to me. And it's also like, it's something that is completely realistic economically too. Um, it's just tough because democracy is really slow and it will always be slow because, you know, there's, there's a lot of bureaucracy within democracy. And so, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, I think that, uh, I think the left could benefit from being more proactive about, and we did have, um, you know, Obamacare that was, you know, meant to address this, but, you know, it's just really hard to come up with a uniform healthcare system for a nation as big as the United States to do like 50 yeah. different countries in one.